Nothing washes away the stink of defeat like a big win over a tough team. And the Jets, while facing a relatively battered and bruised New Jersey Devils team, still took care of business to the tune of a 6-3 scoreline. The Jets generally control play, and we'll dive into how they did so on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, fans, and welcome to this episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so, of course, is always free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. Most of all, though, we just love and appreciate your support. On tonight's episode, like I said, we're going to be diving into Winnipeg versus New Jersey. Uh, this game, you know, was a fun one. I got to watch it back after yesterday's concert. And, uh, you know, the general vibe that I got with the Jets was that they were just good. Uh, you know, look, I, I, I get it. Jack Hughes and Nico Hishier are two of New Jersey's most important skaters, right? Um, it'd be like the Jets losing Shifley and Ehlers or Connor, or any of those guys uh, at the same time for an extended period. So make no mistake, this wasn't the Devils team of last year. This squad, they're pretty banged up. But all that said, you've still got to take care of business, and you can't always choose your opponents, right? The Jets didn't choose to face a banged-up Devils team, but New Jersey, despite being pretty battered, is still a very feisty opponent. This team has generally been able to tread water, uh, though recently the turn in form has been rough, especially goaltending-wise. If you're talking about a team that probably could have done with trading for Hellebuck, New Jersey has to be at or near um, the top of the list. So, you know, in terms of um, taking care of business, getting it done, and doing it in pretty impressive fashion, the Jets quite honestly, dominated this game uh, at various stretches at even strength, right? This was a game where Winnipeg was kind of a wagon, and we saw some of Winnipeg's star players really pick up the slack. Uh, I've especially been impressed with Kyle Connor recently, who started the season, you know, despite scoring like a lot of goals, the way that he did it and how things were happening and, and the stuff that he was doing when he wasn't scoring goals you kind of got the sense there was some frustration with him, right? Super creative player, one of the most dynamic skaters on the Jets, just doesn't always use his tools altogether at once. And defensively, you saw those lapses, um, and you saw offensively some strange decisions at times and not utilizing his line mates to the best of his ability. That's never really been his game anyways. Uh, it's just more apparent when he's either not scoring or kind of trying to skate through like four defenders and turning it over, right? Uh, Ehlers has kind of been doing the same thing, though Nick used to be able to break by guys. I think he's starting to change his game now, seeing that um, the sports hernia has really held him back. So I think he can adapt his game. Uh, with Connor, you know, bless his heart, he tends to be pretty much the same as he always is. So as long as he's scoring tons of goals, I'm not really going to complain. And I think the way that he's been doing it recently has been... Well, honestly, in a word, remarkable. Uh, some of the efforts that he's had on his own, uh, some of the backhand shots that he's pulling off, the great 
uh, hand-eye coordination and focus on rebound opportunities. There's a reason he's like second in the league, I think, right now for scoring, uh, goal scoring. So, yeah, like 13 goals to his name already through the season start. Pretty insane. Obviously not sustainable, not something that's going to continue. But I wouldn't be shocked if KFC finishes in a runner-up position for the Rocket Richard. I think he's got a really good shot at getting it this year. I just don't know if he will. It's tough, right? It's tough to really sustain the kind of shooting percentage and luck that he's had recently. But uh, other guys that I think really stood out, um, Mark Shifley had some really good plays, including a beautiful assist to Connor on a great backhand feed from the wall that I don't even know what New Jersey was doing here. But listen, there's one guy that you can't really leave alone on the right face-off circle. I know that you might cheat there. You might think that you've got it covered. But in this case, Kyle Connor had a very easy one-timer, and it was an absolute peach of a shot and an even better pass. So Shifley uh, still doing the thing, still being dangerous and effective. Maybe not as uh, crazy scoring um, as we might have expected from the start of the season, but overall still pretty effective. There is a player, though, on this team that for me earned first honors on the night and is a kid we're going to talk about in a little bit because um, for me, he is somebody that I think Jets fans should be quite honestly asking for like a 10-year contract extension for. I know uh, they don't do that in the NHL. They only do a max of eight. And a lot of people are probably like, well, let's bump the brakes and hope that, you know, uh, the Jets can negotiate something, slow down, let him have a bigger repertoire. But I'm telling you, the longer that you wait for this, the more expensive Cole Perfetti is going to be. Uh, this game was really his, and you could see it in the way that he passes. Um, he had a you know bit of a fortunate goal, but certainly taking advantage of his shooting opportunities. You know he doesn't always ask for opponents to deflect his puck, but you know what? You take it where you can get it, and it was very much deserved. He had another great assist to Connor for a, or to Ehlers for a tap in, a beautiful um, diagonal high to low that was quite honestly brilliant. Uh, just the way that Perfetti plays, uh, I I never watch a game of his and feel like I'm left wanting. He's so smart, his vision and positioning, and the way that he understands where his teammates are, it's kind of frightening. Uh, people uh, described him as like the smartest player on the ice when he was uh, initially being scouted. And that has really been the case. And we've seen it at times this year, especially where that genius level is not only starting to uh, reflect in the way that he sees the ice, but he's actually executing on his vision. Uh, the passes and points that he's racking up, I'm telling you, dude is a superstar in the making. I don't know if you realize this, but he's got like 13 points in 15 games almost a point per game pace. He's averaging, I think, uh, or he's not really averaging, but his rate scoring for primary points is at like 3.08 per 60, which um, for a player of his caliber, who's playing like 14 minutes a night is kind of jaw dropping. Uh, Perfetti is, is excelling alongside his teammates. He's got one of the highest primary scoring rates in the entire league. And, you know, he's starting to also click on the power plays. So, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I only half joked when I asked for eight by eight on Twitter. I think in, uh, you know, a, a few years time, we're going to see him get a monster extension. And honestly, he'll be worth every penny. So long as he stays healthy and so far, cross your fingers, knock on what he has been. The, the, the sky is the limit for Cole. I mean, he's really starting to assert himself at this level. And I, I, I want to spend some time talking about 
what has changed for him this year compared to previous seasons and why it is it is having such a tremendous impact on Winnipeg's top six. Before we get into that, though, I did want to shout out our friends and partners at Sleeper. Anyway, NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Cole Perfetti could score 50 goals. The Winnipeg Jets could hoist the Stanley Cup, and you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy Sports app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win up to 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. If you are a sports and stats nerd, this is a great way to make good on your knowledge, especially for those of you who are big hockey fans. You track all the stats, saves, plus minus, assists, all of that, whether it's for fourth-line grinders all the way up to the league's biggest stars like Crosby, Ovechkin, um, McDavid, you name it, they're on there. Now, all you have to do is pick whether studs like these players will record more or less than their sleeper projections. And guess what? If you get eight of these stats categories correct, you can win 100 times your cash bet. That's 100 times your cash bet. You heard me right, 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your very first deposit. That's promo code LOCKEDONNHL. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and for locational availability. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, thank you for rejoining us as we're about to sit here and go on a Cole Perfetti rant, but it is a happy rant, one that I think uh, you're going to want to listen to because I promise you, Cole Perfetti, the young lion, is truly starting to roar in ways that I think have perhaps gone under the radar. Before we talk about that, though, I just wanted to let you know about something really cool that Locked On is doing. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top uh, sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, like I said, obviously... uh, (laughs) Focusing on more local headlines, let's talk about freaking Cole Perfetti, right? This kid, all I can say is I am so glad that like nine other teams passed on him because if the Jets didn't get Cole Perfetti, this franchise would have missed out on one of the most exciting and quite frankly, brilliant players that I've ever gotten to watch. Uh, I know that people will say this is hyperbole, but I promise you it's not. Compared to the way that a lot of other guys play the game, Perfetti is just next level the the way that he sees the ice the way that he thinks the game all of it has really been um leading up to this moment i would say perfetti has finally arrived as an nhler and despite only having like i don't know what like 86 or 87 games almost now under his belt he just crossed like the first full season mark uh worth of games uh, about a week and a half ago this is like the big career milestone moment And I think a lot of folks have kind of slept on Perfetti's excellence, especially outside of Winnipeg. If you're in Winnipeg, you know he's brilliant. You've seen him, you get it. But outside of Winnipeg, you don't really hear anyone talking about him, which is very interesting. I think that's going to change pretty soon. Um, And what really, for me, has changed this year for Cole, there's a couple of small things, right? Perfetti has always been one of those players that I feel like is what I would call a cerebral player, somebody whose details 
um, and the attention to detail remains at the top of the game. This year, I feel like his reads, uh, especially in split-second decisions, have really improved. Uh, take, for example, this one thing I saw. I forget which game it was. It might have been the Dallas game or another one. Ehlers tried to make a zone entry, and uh, unfortunately in the neutral zone, turned it over. Perfetti was trailing right behind him, saw that Ehlers was kind of being surrounded, and basically ghosted right behind him, picked up the puck, and then not only gained a uh, controlled zone entry, but then created like a counter off of it, and actually I think got pretty close to getting a scoring chance on net. Uh, I think it ended up getting blocked, if I recall correctly, but that whole sequence was because he saw Ehlers in trouble, recognized the danger, slid in right behind, and made a, a like bang-bang three- or four-step play that, quite frankly, most veterans wouldn't even think to do. Uh, the way that Perfetti just does this stuff, almost second-natured, is, is kind of frightening. Uh, when I say he's brilliant, he understands space and timing at a level that I have not really seen with many players. And it's why I think we're starting to see him rack up points. On the power play, he's getting into more dangerous areas. He's consistently involving himself in the buildup more. You see him using the perimeter a lot more effectively. And he's always been one of those players who uh, actually gets hit a lot because not only is there a perception of him of being like a soft player, but Perfetti actually gets up after almost everything, right? The dude is like the little engine that could, but he's not even that small. He's actually not as undersized as people make him out to be. He's a tough kid and he really maintains his balance. He's got great strength and he's really starting to assert himself uh, at the NHL level in ways that I think I wasn't even expecting. Uh, the only thing that Perfetti still has to kind of work on sometimes is maybe being a little bit greedier with the shooting. He's got a really strong release and a great accuracy with a shot. It's just that he doesn't use it as much as you'd probably expect. Um, there were like some two-on-one or two-on-oh situations recently where he maybe passed up a shooting opportunity for an, you know, a teammate and it ended up not going anywhere. So once in a while, I wouldn't mind him being a little more selfish. But overall, man, you really can't complain about his game. He has defensive responsibility when he tries to force turnovers. He backtracks effectively. And when he's inside the offensive zone, he's frankly just him. Um, and what I also really have, have started to see more of is, is confidence in his puck control in order to engage defenders one-on-one. -on -one. He had this one sequence where he uh, kind of dangled between two to three defenders down the central slot and actually got a shot off. I don't think it actually got into um, like a, a point situation, but overall, I mean, just the creativity to get into that space, to attack that area and to drive towards the slot, that is a really nice development. And again, it came off of a smart read. I actually think this was something where he forced a turnover and turned it into a counter. Uh, it's something he actually does quite often. Um, maybe you don't see it, you know, or you don't remember it or you don't recognize it at the time, but it's where those little details make all the difference that for me makes Perfetti such a genius player. I love watching him. I feel like I learn more about the game just in the way that he plays. And frankly, he does stuff that I don't even know if he would attempt in video games. Uh, he really is, for me, somebody that at some point, if his current career trajectory goes along the path that I think it's going on, he could be a franchise cornerstone for the Jets. Um, he's almost to a level where if you play your cards right, he might be a player worth building around. Um, 
I, I didn't think it at first. I thought maybe that'd be really fortunate. Maybe that'd be a best case scenario. But the more that Perfetti starts to hit a stride and really show the sort of immense threat that he is on the ice, the more I'm really feeling confident that he could be one of the greatest Jets picks ever. Uh, I love him. I think he's got a bright, bright future. I'm not going to, you know, I guess blow smoke up anyone's butt about him. I am completely being honest with my assessment of where I think he's at. I think we are in for uh, our very own superstar in Perfetti, who at some point is going to be such a force for Team Canada. But obviously, you know, there are some other things before we get to Perfetti's future, like just around the corner is American Thanksgiving. And Perfetti is part of this whole push to get the Jets into the playoffs. I want to talk about where Winnipeg is in the standings and why it's it's going to be a tough one for Winnipeg over the next few months, but a very doable race as they approach the so-called Thanksgiving cutoff, where if you're in a playoff spot, that's usually where you're likely to end up in a few months. But before we dive into all of that fun, I did want to shout out our friends and partners at Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have, and today I want our chat to be a little more personal. I just learned that you can get a free or you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel, bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You're covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics or uh, for Cialis, Viagra, or Avadio prescriptions. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for the service. Supply chain issues uh, forced, uh, caused me to cut pills in half to save it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, thank you for rejoining us in tonight's episode as we talk about a rather famous uh, saying with the NHL, and it's it's uh, perhaps a little bit too um, superstition-y, I would say, but it also tends to be relatively on target. Around this point of the year, you're starting to see some trends with teams, right? Which Which squads are legitimate? which teams are kind of fraudulent, who's really struggling, and who's been decent, right? And as we approach the American Thanksgiving week, this is about the time of year when teams that are like legitimate playoff contenders have probably gotten themselves into a fairly decent spot for a postseason run. Every now and then, that doesn't always hold. I mean, obviously, there's plenty of movement between like spots three and six, usually in a lot of divisions. This year, I think it's going to be especially congested. Um, there aren't a lot of teams that I would say are particularly running away with their leads. Uh, the only teams that have really been able to gain any sort of distance between them and the teams trailing them in the top spots are teams like the New York Rangers, the Dallas Stars, and Boston Bruins. And even then, like a lot of these point gaps are maybe five to six points. So not as big as um, 
I think some of these top teams would like. And where the Jets kind of fit into all of this is that right now they're kind of in a dogfight in the Central. Uh, the Central is not a particularly great division necessarily, but it is a very tight and competitive one, in part because you have a lot of teams uh, that are really vying for this third spot. And what's kind of funny, right, is like Minnesota has really taken a nosedive. The Wild being as bad as they are, um, especially with the goaltending more than anything. Offensively, they're fine. The goaltending has just been a huge trash fire. It It's really put them in a tough spot. They're, you know, sixth in the Central. They're 5-8-2. and two, And that has really taken away what I thought would be one of Winnipeg's top rivals in this division, a team that I thought would be relatively comparable. Uh, right behind the Jets, you've got the Blues on the three-game win streak, which is kind of odd because you've seen how they play. You know that they're not so good. So the fact that they have started to turn things around and win some games is perhaps not ideal for the Jets. Winnipeg, for their part, have um, they've been good, right? But you know kind of what's wrong with the team. It's, it's really down to special teams and whether or not Hellebuck starts to find his form again. And it's not like Hellebuck has been atrocious necessarily, but by his standards, yeah, he's not been great. I, I think there are some things that are not necessarily his fault on some of the goals that he's conceded, but you would also like him to be that superhuman, superstellar player that has carried the Jets over the past few years, especially given the fact that, you know, the Jets don't often give their opponents a ton, but when they do, it's usually a really dangerous, unguarded opportunity that is a lot easier for opponents to convert on. So, yeah, I, I'm not asking Hellebuck to be perfect, and he's never going to bail out every single mistake the Jets make, but at some point he is going to have to uh, give the boys a bit, a bit more of a hand because obviously this Jets roster as it is has a couple of holes, and we may not see uh, solutions to those gaps until some players heal up. So in the meantime, would really like Hellebuck to kind of become that breadwinner. Bersois, for his part, hasn't really impressed me. Every time he starts, I get a little bit nervous. Uh, it's not that dissimilar from what I felt with Riddick, which is kind of a shame because, like, I thought Bersois would be better this season. So far, it's it's not been ideal, but hopefully he rebounds, kind of re, uh, returns to that um, early Bersois that we saw with the Jets where maybe he shook off the old Oilers rust. We'll see, right? Obviously, you know, it's it's still early in the season, so I'm not going to hit the panic button yet. Other than that, though, obviously Winnipeg, um, as of right now, they're in a, a playoff spot, but by the end of the Thanksgiving week, it could be a bit of a tougher one, right? The Jets might be more fighting in the wild card range. Uh, right now, between, like, fifth and first in the Central, it's only a split of, like, seven points, which is a lot if you're the Arizona Coyotes sitting in fifth. Not so much when you're everyone else who's basically at the same points range between like 16 and 18. So, yeah, <laughs> unless you're the Dallas Stars who have generally been able to cruise through so far, it's kind of a dogfight here in the in this middle of the pack. I feel like the Jets have enough firepower and eventually we'll be getting some additional guys back from injury to make them a pretty solid bet for a playoff spot. I think by you know the end of Thanksgiving week, I'm expecting them to still be somewhere in the top three of the Central. I'm really hoping and crossing my fingers that that holds true. Uh, obviously, you know they fall out. It's not a big deal. Very much still early in the season, but at this point, you know first uh, almost quarter of a season, you want to start feeling like you are 
um, establishing your team's identity and uh, a, really a, a firm grip on like a playoff spot. So let me know how you feel about Winnipeg's playoff odds. Do you think this team's going to make it this year? And if they do, where do you think they finish? Uh, let me know in the comments below or at my social medias at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. For tonight's show, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thanks so much for making us your first listen of the day every day. We'll be back here tomorrow with a preview of Winnipeg versus Buffalo to see how this Jets team will shape up against a fairly crafty and still dangerous but struggling Sabres team. And like I said, though, that's all the time that we have. Have a great night, and as always, go Jets go.